Adam. Yeah. How much of your calves grown since you've been doing occlusion? Like what'd it, you say? Oh God, dude. Probably. You know what? I'm not a realistically. Me- yeah, realistically, I'm I'm not a measure guy. So this is total. Just as off. You know, just throwing out a number out there. I don't know. Probably like two feet. <laughs> <laughs> two feet. Just- just, just average. And you think you think I'm rounding up a little bit? Yeah. Uh, okay. You got to round up. No, no. On a on a, on a serious note, uh, for sure, I I have put at least at least a solid inch. At least for a, and for calves, that's a big fucking deal. I, I've done almost that much, and we we even had a little contest earlier, and um, I didn't shave my legs. It was bad lighting and everything, but your calves look a little bigger. <laughs> but hey, but let's be honest, they both grew. We've we've grown our calves, and yeah. and I've done everything. And uh, they 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 just didn't grow. Occlusion was the one thing that helped them grow. I've also done occlusion on my arms, and they're almost a quarter inch bigger than they have ever been at this body fat percentage. Which we got to remember too, for guys like us who have been training for fifteen years plus, that's a lot. Yeah, to get any sort of like like noticeable gains is a big deal. You know what I'm saying? So for me, uh, to get a compliment on on a muscle that I've been made fun of for a majority of my life, to actually get true genuine compliments from people I do not know that are strangers that ask me, Hey, what do you do for your calves? Your calves are good. That to me is like, Oh, it's more than any other. It's so occlusion, super cutting edge, new type of training. If you do it wrong, you can injure yourself. If you do it right, it's very effective. You include it into your regular routine. We've made a guide for you. It's only $27. That's it. You buy it. You learn how do you, how to apply occlusion to your weaker body parts to bring them up. Um, if you're already a Mind Pump Forum member, um, wait for an email. You're going to be getting hooked up with a discount. Um, to enroll, to get the occlusion training guide, go to mindpumpradio.com. Click on the blue button. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Yeah, I want to change my voice to sound yeah. a little bit more like this. I feel like I feel like Sal's been getting a lot of the can attention we, lately, can, and I think it has something to do with his voice. You think so? Yeah, no, I think if I... <clears throat> well, yeah, but you don't sound like me now. You're doing more, you're doing more well, of wanna, you. I, I don't you got to s- do more of me. No, I don't want to sound like you. I just want to sound different. Just different? Yeah, well, things aren't... Yeah, well, yeah, you got to do more of me. <laughs> I'm not nasally, bro. I don't, I don't really know how to duplicate that otherwise. Uh, fucking nasally. I actually, I actually have... Can I, say, can I just say something? If we were in elementary school, let's be honest here, you guys would both be bullies. <laughs> And you guys would both try to bully me. That is, uh, I was, I when was, I was a bully. Kind of. Until it came time for fucking tests and shit. And I, then uh, you'd be friends you know with what? Sal. I yeah. have a confession to right? make, dude. I was I, a bully and I was nice. It was what? this weird world I was living. I was girl, I was definitely not a bully. First of all, I, I would get my ass kicked because I was I was I weighed like a buck oh five. Well, that's, I, I, you don't let me finish. You would bully me, let it beat the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was more likely to get bullied, so I I've been in. Did I was, you get bullied? Oh yeah, absolutely. I w- I was jumped when I was like in sixth grade by two upperclassmen and got fucking in a fight when I was a kid in the bathroom. Ugh. I got trash can when I was a freshman by upperclassmen, and I was always teased because one I was I was I was a lot more dark complected when I was growing up, so I had a, my my tan was a lot darker, so I was definitely looked more ethnic growing up than I do now. Now I it's funny if I hang around anybody who has any sort of uh, Hispanic or uh, color to them whatsoever. I'm a white boy. If I hang out with anybody, uh, anybody that's a white boy, I'm I'm a, a Mexican. You know, yeah. so I can't. I don't fit in anywhere. Well, sitting then, sitting next to Doug, you look Nigerian. <laughs> <laughs> so I also had. Uh, I was also. I was so skinny, you could see my rib cage. You know. 
And uh, like you, I was nothing but knees and ankles. And then I also had my two front teeth were completely crooked and turned in. So I had a fucked up grill and I was poor. And uh, I mean, my grill was so I didn't get and I didn't get braces till after high school, till I was in college. So, which I have a whole story for that. I'm not going to be able to pick on you at all. Yeah, you're today. like a, a yeah. huge stud. I feel so bad. I can't even make fun of you today now. <laughs> I, all the all the episodes we record today, I'm going to be super nice uh, here. You just made me feel horrible. Uh, you know, so I you know I, I feel like it's important to kind of share that stuff. Not because yeah. uh, not because. Uh, uh, okay, Finn, are you done? No, you go, ahead. Okay. go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Talk some shit if you're going no, to. No, I'm not. Ta- I'm not talking shit like at you or anything. I'm just coming from a different angle. Growing up, like you were cool. No, no, no. I would not that. It's just that I would punk kids. Who punked kids? Who punked kids. Yeah. But not only that, I would punk kids uh, that were my friends just to see if they could take it. Right. We all had this like inner circle of guys that we would talk shit to each other all the time. And if you couldn't take it, you're outside our circle. Yeah. Right. So you had to have a little bit of thick skin. It was like hazing. Yeah, dude. It's just fraternity. It's fun stuff. But I mean, it's not fun if you're an outsider, obviously. But um, I, I just feel like, dude, I'm glad because otherwise I'd have been this little snivelly bitch. You know, <laughs> I didn't want to be that. Like I, I took a lot of heat. Like I, I had upper. My brother was two years older than me, and uh, half the time I was like, I just had this chip on my shoulder because he was getting punked on. He was a guy that looked like uh, Screech from Say by the Bell. Yes, mm-hmm. dude, he had like the curly hair and like the fro. He's super skinny, super white. Like yeah. you think I'm white, bro. My brother's like ghostly white. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he would play basketball and he would get punked on by all these guys. And so I would grab the basketball. I'd throw it at the dude's head, you know, that would like, <laughs> punk my brother just cause I was that like little fiery bro, you know, That's younger brother. So, but yeah, dude, I, you know, I do feel bad. I, I did some things like, like bully wise. I, I totally like, I, I went back to those kids actually later on. I was like, you know, sorry, such a dick, you know, like I, I really did feel this like guilt inside me for, for doing some shit when I was growing up, but you're growing up, dude, you're learning, you're learning things. I just want to put that out there because I feel like everybody's always like, so, you know, Oh, you know, I never did that. And you know, I, I was always a great kid and, and like, that's total bullshit. Like be real. Oh, and you know what? I, we, we had the incident, what, like, six months ago where Rochelle called me out for teasing her when she, we were in high school or like that. Yeah. So I, I most certainly was no angel by any means as far as when it comes to teasing or talking shit, but I definitely was more likely to be someone to bully. Now where, you know, and someone like her would might disagree because she came along, she, her and I met each other when I'm like what a sophomore in high school or whatever. So by this time I had, ta- I had learned to embrace this. So I guess this is where this is where the character building came is because I didn't fit in. I became a very popular kid because I I still carried myself with confidence and I accepted the fact that I was not accepted by the the norm and I actually I took that and I ran with it. So I was a kid who had this crazy hat collection. I wore a different hat like every day. I wore like this neon bright PG&E jacket. I like my style was different than everybody else. And like, you know, I was already getting made fun of and teased. So it's like, fuck it. I'm going to run with it all the way. And I'm going to be totally an individual and be like nobody else. 
And that ended up making me probably a very popular kid because of that. Because later on, when when I didn't allow the teasing and the shit and the hazing and stuff to, to bother me, and I still carried myself the same way. And I was a pretty decent athlete, too. So that probably helped. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it probably helped, too, that I dated the hottest girl in school, too. But, I mean, I probably wouldn't have dated the hottest girl in school had I not carried yeah, if myself. if you didn't have that confidence exactly. that you overcame. Yeah. And chicks, I mean, it, when you're – it's funny because when I look back and I think about this, I'm like, I by far was not the – super hot dude in the school like i said i had the crooked fucking teeth i weighed a buck oh five i drove a shit brown car that was hella old like i was a poor kid but because i carried myself very confidently i attracted the girl you know the, the we all have kind of similar daniel stories. larusso yeah, i was like a daniel you know? probably looked like uh, dude, so and for me i went to junior high i was you know you, I, we've talked about this before i was real skinny too and uh, but i went to a gangster ass junior high like it was bad i remember the first day of school and this is in the mid '90s when gang activity was probably at its peak, especially in San Jose. Um, I remember dr- driving up; my mom drives me up, and I see kids with hairnets and with like wearing like either all red or all blue. It looked like a fucking movie. Like, and wow. this is junior high. Like, how many times have you seen dudes wear a hairnet other than in a movie? You know, and this was at school. So I was like, this is going to suck. <laughs> and um, the problem is, and I got jumped bad. I got jumped badly in junior high. But and the, the reason behind the jumping was I wasn't necessarily easy to pick on. Actually, I was, I was really hard to pick on. I had a big mouth, which uh, which I still have today. And um, one, one time in particular, uh, I was waiting in line to get water at the water fountain. And one of the gangbanging dudes cut right in front of uh, the person who was in front of me. And they didn't say anything. And I sat there for probably 20 seconds just fuming. Like, this mother... And he's got all his buddies with him. You know, all wait, all standing over there talking shit or whatever. And nobody didn't dare any, say anything to him. So I couldn't take it anymore. So I tapped him on the shoulder. I'm like, hey, the lion's back there. Of course, they all surround me, all talking shit. Yeah, come on, fight me, whatever. So I had to back down and, you know, walk away as they're calling me a pussy. And there's about 10 of them. And that stayed with me that entire night until the next day and I and I convinced myself and I was scared as hell I wasn't like some super brave kid I just couldn't fucking stand mm-hmm. that someone you would do something that, like that. yeah no I couldn't stand it over your head no I couldn't stand that I, you thought I was a pussy you talk shit to other, all these kids nobody says anything and I stand up to you then I got to back down so I convinced myself to fight him the next day so the very next day I went to school and um we had PE together and in this particular PE class, none of his buddies were in there. So it was him and me and then other kids. So I'm like, this is when I'm going to make my move. And so sure enough, you know, they, you know, you, you stand on your number. The teacher, you know, checks you in. All right, everybody get in there, you know, in the locker room and change out. We go in there and I walk up to him and I'm like, where's your boys now? And he's like, oh, you want to fight me now? And starts talking shit. Well, the start, start, starts the commotion. The teacher comes into the locker room like, I better make my move before Gets over <laughs> you got to get it in quick. So I, I, bl- I hit him. Boom. Yeah. And, I, and I, uh, you know, right across the face, uh, knocked him silly. He couldn't really stand up. Teacher throws me up against the, the locker, made this huge, it was this huge deal because he was like this super gangbanger kid. And like this, nobody, you know, this me who I wasn't like making waves or anything at school. I fucking hit him hard and I put him out. So we got in-house detention. Which, um, if you're not familiar, that's basically where you're in like the principal's office yeah, all day. You're suspended, but you're uh, at school. Yeah. You're at school. So I had to sit next to him. So we're in there, and this little fucking coward shit was like super cool to me in there. Hey, man, you know, man, you hit real hard, bro. Yeah, you know, and it's all it's all good, bro. We're gonna be cool. It's all good. I understand it. And no talking. So I'm like, all right, cool. It's 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 over. 
we're all good. Go to school uh, the next day. He grabs all his boys. Bro, go to school the next day. This was, you know, and for a kid like myself, I didn't grow up in some hor- horrible area. For whatever reason, they bust these fucking kids into my school. Yeah. So I'm in, I go to the bathroom. I go to take a piss. It's break. And it's just me in there. And then I hear the door shut. Boom. And I look out and there's him and fucking eight dudes. And just me in the bathroom. So I'm like, okay, it's going to happen right now. Right. So I threw the first punch to try and, you know, uh, Trying, trying to stop some of the damage. Well, they pummeled me in the bathroom. I didn't hit the ground because um, I knew if I went on the ground, I'd get stomped. So I fucking hung on to the urinal while getting beat. Mm. Go home. I got a black eye. And most of the injuries were to my body because I was covering up pretty well. And, of course, I lied to my, my parents. I was like, oh, I was playing basketball. I got elbowed in the face. So um, I thought, okay, it's over. They jumped me. It's over. They're going to leave me alone. No, every, after school every single day... They would try to find me and do some shit. Well, finally, what ended up happening is one of the dudes pulled a knife on me. This is after school. And keep in mind, this is eighth grade. So uh, I can't even, I can't, I mean, I can't even believe talking about it. This shit happens in junior high. But the dude pulls a knife on me. Uh, someone's like, teacher's coming. He puts it away and walks in and runs off. And I'm thinking to myself, I have to stop. Like, I have to do something. Because this isn't, so I contemplated like bringing a bat to school and just, you know, I, I come to contemplate all this crazy shit. And I'm like, well, I'm going to go to, you know, I'm going to get real big trouble. So I came up with this plan. And so what I did was I walked up to him and his group of buddies. They hung out by these benches. And I was going to stand on the bench. And I was going to challenge him in front of the whole school to a one-on-one fight. And it, 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 he can't jump me at that point, right? Because then he'll look like a big pussy in front of all the kids. Right. So that's what I did, bro. I walked all the way over into freaking gangland because they had this little area of the school. I walked through them. And they're all looking at me like, what the fuck's he doing? I stand up on the bench. And I make this speech about how... I'm gonna. He needs to fight me one on one, or he's a coward. Let's see who the real tough guy is. This and that. So the whole school was like, "Fight him, fight him, one on one." So we go around the back, and I fought him, and I beat him up again, and then they left me alone, bro. Yeah. True story. They left me alone, and because I figured they probably figured I was too much Good trouble. Shit. Yeah. Uh, that reputation carried throughout the rest of junior high and then high school. So then in high school, I was like some badass. All of a sudden, the truth is, I hate violence. I just don't like. I hate violence, but I will. Use it if I feel like um, you're taking advantage of someone or, or in, in a horrible way. And, yeah, and he deserved it. Picking on you, putting you in the back of the corner. Right? Oh, yeah. So then I went to high school and it was like, you know, oh, Sal's a bit. I'm like, okay, that's I cool. I'll keep that. I'll keep that rep. Right. Yeah. As long as nobody else. It's funny because I, I talk to my wife all the time and she just she's always just like, I can't believe like this happens, you know, with boys and stuff growing up. I'm like, it happens. It you does, know, dude. like this, this is a reality. And, and like maybe because society now is like i don't know trying to be nicer and 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 be more sensitive and all these things maybe it's gone but i really don't think it's gone down i feel like that's always going to be there and so it's a matter of always preparing you know for for something right you you gotta have a little bit of edge to you well check this out i had this uh 12 year old client a while ago this kid uh nice kid but he was kind of different i think that's why his parents probably hired me to train him and um he'd get picked on because he was different. And here's here's the thing. If you're listening to this right now and you're in high school and um, you're getting bullied and shit because you're different, I'm going to give you some cool, some interesting, cool information here. Okay? Some, some insight. Insight. What makes you get picked on in high school is what's going to get you laid Absol- out of high school. Absolutely. Yes. You're, absolutely. You, you fit, <laughs> if it, the dudes that fit in and all the same, 
those guys in college yeah. and beyond, they get no They're done. Ch- they get no chicks because they don't stand out. There's nothing weird no. about them. If you play the piano in freaking in your sophomore year in high school, everyone's gonna call you a nerd. You play the piano yeah. when you're 25 years old at some oh, party. Yeah, bitches' panties get wet, bro. They're gonna be giving. You, women are gonna line up for <laughs> Dude, you. Dude, there's this guy that used to wear all orange and like a green hat. He looked like a fucking carrot walking around. Right? <laughs> yeah. It was ridiculous. And then later on, this guy and he had like blonde like curly fro you know he was just totally eccentric you know like we always were like this fucking guy i find out later you know he's he's rapping he's like this big star he's like totally just went into his like craziness and like chicks are, are totally digging it so there you go if you're and so this one kid i was telling Carrot you kid, dude getting laid of course this kid i was training this 12 year old he um he got picked on by these kids and you know, at 12 years old, you tell them, tell the teacher, right? But you remember as a guy, 12 years old, like telling the teacher is, that's hard because now you're, you know, you're a snitch, right? So and you get that social stigma. But he did. He told the teacher. They talked to the kid, but the kid kept fucking with him. And I mean horribly. So I told him and I feel, and without his parents knowing, I told him, I said, listen, this is what you're going to do. I said, next time this kid fucks with you on your way home, if you can't take it anymore, I want you to turn around. Grab his shirt with your left hand. I want you to blast him in the nose as hard as you possibly can. <laughs> I said, just hit him in the nose and don't stop hitting him until the teacher pulls you off. I said, make sure it's at school so that the teacher can stop it's it. like right there. Before yeah. it gets crazy. Right. Everybody will see it. And I promise the kid will leave you alone. Well, he did that. He actually hit the kid. He got suspended in big trouble. Oh, God. Did his mom come down and like, No, oh. because he never told his mom. Oh, okay. But the fucking kid. They, they left him alone. They never bothered him again. Oh, I'm sure, sure. And so, I mean, I don't know if it was the right advice or whatever. Right. But, but <laughs> I mean, the ult- yeah. I, I honestly wanted to go to. You the school. allegedly said that. Yeah, that's yeah. what you're supposed yeah. to say, bro. You're not supposed to fully admit it, bro. I actually, I actually wanted to go to the school and like just lay out some kids because you just oh, I hear that shit. Well, imagine, yeah, imagine the father and you wants to do that. Well, for it's sure. like defend. That's that's the whole thing with defending yourself. Like there, there has to be that. Like you have to. You have to let kids do that, man. And you well, can't you can't intervene. You don't want to be that parent either that's going and fighting all their fights. You know what this, I mean? This is the big debate right now because of uh, the whole anti-bully movement that's going yeah. on right now. And it's, you know, it's kind of this really gray area that, you know, leave it to mind pump to not be afraid to fucking skate through, right? I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> We're not. Because it is so We're sense- not condoning Yeah, exactly, it, right? right? We, we are. But, you know, hey, it, it, my take on it, and I'm not going to say anything about being anti against anti-bullying programs and like that, but I tell you what, man, it, it built a lot of character in me. I mean, mm-hmm. those were some of the, I can think of, I have stories like that all day long yeah. of being jumped or put in situations like that or, or not fitting in and all these things and being picked on and shit. I had a, um, halfway through my eighth grade, I moved out to Colorado and, you know, I was totally not accepted and got jumped and beat up every single day. I went to school. I ended up having to do homeschool for the back half of that year because of that. But I mean, all that shit built me. Like, I mean, I don't know. I just don't think that, uh, uh, I, I think it made me a better person because of that. I don't know. I guess I guess uh, some people view that differently. It's but adversity. Yeah, it, it, I, it, and I like I said, I, I told you guys like it forced me to embrace being different and unique, and it, and it ended up playing in, in my favor. You know, it it, yeah. it might have been challenging as a kid growing up. But fuck, growing up is hard for everybody. Well, you know what he, it's hard for every kid. Well, here's the deal. They, so here's the deal. This is what happens with with uh, with people is they'll say this. They'll say something is horrible. We need to put money into programs to stop whatever it is that we think is horrible. And they think by throwing money at it or creating programs that they're stopping it or slowing it down. Here's the facts. The fact is anti-bully programs have zero evidence of actually reducing any kind of bullying. 
um, this awareness program. People were aware of bullying to begin with. You know what works to stop bullying? You know what statistically makes a huge difference? Is putting kids in classes with mixed ages. Oh, I bet. Oh, I remember you talking about that. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a huge fucking difference. The problem is bullying is created when you have all kids the same age, and so they try to create this hierarchy, Mm -hmm. and you have some bad kids with good kids or whatever. If you take a bunch of 13-year-olds with a bunch of 8-year-olds and sprinkle an 11-year-old and some 9-year-olds, and, of course, they're learning different things, but they're all in the same class, you'll see the older kids will protect the younger kids. You'll see leadership roles come out. You'll see all kinds of different younger, things that happen. Younger kids aspiring to be just like the older kids, right? right? Yep. Look, imagine this. Imagine if you, as a senior in high school, now you'd gone through all your bullying and shit, but now you kind of found out who you were, right? So you're a senior. You're 17 years old. Imagine if you're sharing a class with some 14-year-old kids, and you see a 14-year-old kid who reminds you yourself getting bullied. You're going to step in and kind of help out. No need to tell the teacher. No adults need to know. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. statistically, that's what works best. But you know, coming out and say, oh... You know, anti-bully. They don't yeah. fucking do it. It, just it doesn't do that, anything. Well, I don't. Know. It sometimes it makes the kid look weak. You know, everybody's intervening and it, always for them and 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 fighting all these battles. It's like, I mean, yeah. life is a battle. Yeah. Life is 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 crazy hard. You know, and it's just like as much as you want to soften all these shitty things, uh, like the, the better thing, in my opinion, is to is to be that overcomer, is to be that person that. Uh, can take shots and can move forward. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it. obviously you don't want to project any of that, like that negativity that's going to come back to you, right, in full force. So you, you just be a nice, kind person. You're going to attract nice, kind people around you. And then when there's the asshole that comes in and tries to break that out of you, you just fight right back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's just... These, this is part of life, man. It, well, you know, it's not just boys that bully, by the way. Uh, oh, no. Girls are just as bad. They, do, they and, just and, do it differently. Yeah, it's just different. There's different ways yeah. of doing it. This is a perfect segue into what I wanted to talk to you guys about that I didn't even share with you. So I, I have a bone to pick that I'm all irritated about right now That this past week. Oh, yes. So um, I love it when he has a bone to pick. Yeah, no, I just, um, I yeah, my boy, Brendan Abadejo. So you guys met Brendan. We interviewed him on the show. Those of you guys that are listeners that don't know Brendan. Great Brent, guy. Yeah. I like the guy. Fucking phenomenal, dude. And talking about somebody who's eccentric and different and, you know, stands against the norm and everything like that. Like, that's why I absolutely love the dude and have so much respect for him. Um. You know, he he does so many good things out there, like as far as charities and movements. Oh, I know what you're going to talk about. You know, and so he did this, and his his people who follow him, so he's got a huge social media following. He's an ex-NFL player. Um, he's He owns a bunch of uh, Orange Theory Fitness. So, so the guy um, is tight. He's part of uh, Fox Sports 1, so he's all over the media. And, you know, of course, when you're in the limelight like that, you get the extra attention. But, you know, I, here, I feel the need to say something because we have a platform ourselves here with, with tens of thousands of people that tune in. And I'm going through his stuff, and this, is, this fucking pisses me off. There's nothing more that annoys me more, I think, than some, a self-righteous people. I can't stand that, dude. There, there's nothing that drives me more crazy than people that focus on, you know, pulling the sliver out of somebody else's eye before you pull the plank out of your own. And, you know, I'm on his Instagram. I hadn't been on there in a couple of days and I'm looking at some of his posts and he's the first post I come across. He's got this one. He's at the circus and, you know, he's just shows the video of the circus. And I think he took his kids to the circus, whatever. And he must have had like 30 comments of people blasting him for going for supporting a circus because they abuse the elephants. Now, I know my boy. 
I don't think, first of all, he didn't even know that, you mm -hmm. know, and, and even if he did, fuck you, who are you, who are you to tell him he can't go to a circus because of some shit like that? The guy does so much good shit. The fact that he wants to take his kids to a circus, you're going to chastise him because you, oh, it's, he's supporting the cause of, well, bro, like, it's, it's, it, here's what it is. It's internet warriors. And, you know, um, I, you know, I could post a picture of me eating a cheeseburger and someone's going to talk about, you know, that's an animal. Don't kill the animal. You're eating the, you know, food. It's, it's just, you that's know, my point. That's my, been, my, my point. Exactly. He, then he does another post. This like, is the one that irritates me. It's the next one that yes, really pissed me yes, off. Yes. This is the one that, and the, that's why I started yeah. with the lesser I know, one. Yeah. <laughs> and the one that, the the, yeah, the one that really lit me up was on 4th of July, he's with his family and uh, he's watching uh, fireworks from a private residence in the Trump Towers. And, you know, he happens to be there for the weekend for a charity event, first of all. And he gets... <laughs> what a dick. Yeah, know, right? He gets, he gets blasted for supporting, uh, you know, Donald Trump because Donald Trump decides to say something stupid in the media. And you know what? Like, that is... Fuck you, too. You know what I'm saying? Fuck you, too. You're going to come on my page and start to... You know, put heat on me because I'm in the Donald Trump Tower and because Donald Trump's an idiot and said you, something stupid. You want to know what's funny? So let me let me break this down to you. This is how big of of idiot hypocrites there are out in the world. Okay, number one, uh, let's 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 hammer. Okay, did Donald Trump Trump say some stupid shit? Yes. Does Donald Trump say stupid shit a lot? Yeah, he's yeah. fucking Donald Trump. <laughs> the guy's always said stupid shit. But yeah. let's just let's just forget that for a, for for a second. He does. Uh. Let's say he okay, he said some bad shit. Let's just shut him down, right? Let's just take his fucking hotel, take all his businesses, shut them down. Well, guess who you hurt more than Donald Trump? Yeah. Tens of thousands of people that work there yeah. who have to feed their families and do all this. So it's not just him you're talking about. But let's look at number two. How many of those fuckers that commented on his Instagram about how bad he was for buying, you know, paying for a room at the Trump Towers? How many of them drive a car? Yeah. That is fueled by gasoline. That comes from countries that will hang and execute you if you're gay or that won't let women drive a fucking car. And if they're caught outside without a male relative, they can be executed in public. How many of these hypocrites think about that shit every time they buy gas? Right. That's the self-righteous thing that drives me. You know what I'm saying? Us, you know? So you want to make a statement? They're buying diamonds. Here, it's become political activism to make a stupid comment on someone's page and then feel proud about yourself. Why don't you go protest? Yeah. Why don't you go do some real shit? Actually, why don't you do? Why don't you deal with shit that really fucking matters? Yeah, how about that? You know, like how about this one? This is what I love. Like, you know, I, I actually uh, texted you guys about this a little earlier, but um, there's an act that's been passed by Bush started it, and now Obama signed it twice, even though he was against it or said he was against it. But basically, it allows, and nobody fucking freaks out about this, and this trips me out. Right? They'll freak out over the fact that. Um, uh, you know, Obama, you know, the, or, or the, the White House was lit up in rainbow colors because gay marriage got legalized. Oh, by the way, Obama campaigned against, against gay marriage his entire career, except for when it became popular. So did Hillary Clinton. So did every other politician. Because they're politicians. Because they're full of shit. And now that they see the majority support it, they're going to support it, right? Um, but let's, 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 everybody gets excited about that. But they forget the fact that this guy and his predecessor have signed into law the fact that the U.S. government can imprison Anybody they want, any American citizen, for any fucking reason, no judge, no jury, nothing. All they have to do is say, we think you're a terrorist. They'll throw your ass in jail forever. That That's not just passed. It's an act, and it's been signed over oh. and over again. Here's another one. How about the uh, the, the NSA, uh, NSA who 
spies on every single American. And of course, they've lied repeatedly. No, we just collect metadata, and then we have the you know that guy Edward Snowden who revealed all the shit. You know what he just right. you know what he just revealed recently? You're gonna trip off this. So people who work in the NSA basically can intercept whatever they want. They can go on your phone mm-hmm. and look through your pictures, your video. They can they can activate your microphone or your camera. They find nude pictures of people. They pass them around like fucking trading cards. Uh, p- pictures of people's kids. There could be some pedophile work in there. Who knows, right? Oh, my God. This is shit that they have access to. And they're people. They're, in, they're not infallible. They're people like anybody else. You're going to have assholes working there. I don't care how many freaking screening processes you have. But here's what really irritates me about this, okay? You have a power to gather information on anybody without a warrant, mm-hmm. okay? And this power is controlled by the people in power in our government. Hmm, could this possibly be abused? Yeah, you think? <laughs> let's see. Let's see. If I'm if I'm in, if I'm in office and I have a political opponent that uh, all of a sudden revealed that I'm giving handouts or helping out this big corporation, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to email him some shit that I saw in his text message. Be like, hey, you want me to show your wife what you're sending uh, yeah, or whatever? Yeah. Or here, let me show everybody what porn sites you go on. Right. You better shut your mouth and, and not go against me. Now you've got people with fucking power. Yeah. Information is power. But nobody says shit. Nobody cares about that. What they care about is that your boy, who's at a charity event, <laughs> is at a fucking Trump Tower. Right. Get the fuck out of my face and right. go read a book because you don't know shit. Yeah, jump off a fucking cliff. You know? That's what I have to say. Yeah, bro. so yeah. You <laughs> just got you got me going. I'm all pissed off. Yeah, that's was, a, I told you that. I've been few I've been few <laughs> and I love my boy too because because Brendan tag, Brendan <laughs> tags me in the in the post and he's just like, Hey, you know, you can learn something. I didn't even know that. You know what I'm saying? He's he's so open. Open-minded to it that he's like, bro, I had no idea that they they abused the elephants like that. I know he's so homeboy. Like he takes that and's like, oh, it all uses as a learning experience or yeah. whatever. It's like, dude, he's actually one of the nicest people. Seriously, I've ever met. like, yeah. what? Yeah, and I see it. You guys are like, gonna come at him for that? Like, right, I'm like, fuck you, bro. You didn't <laughs> see that documentary, you know, that they oh, did with Shamu? It's like serious, dude. Come on, yeah. get off yourself, fucking. I mean, and, and we're not support. Look, I, we're not even supporting Trump. No, we're I, not. He, we're, that's, I don't that's, care. I mean, you know, he's got a big mouth. He says stupid shit that's what he does dude he's got a massive ego uh as a business person he'll kick the he'll beat the crap out of most business people he just has that's you know so he's done something right right but he's got a big mouth no it, it's the it's, he's an authoritarian i would never want to elect him as a president but it, it yeah, has not it has nothing to do with whether we support it or not right it has everything it's it's the people that find the need to comment on stuff like that that drives me people do it to me all the time I mean, I just did, when I did that funny post, the guy who's doing the seven plates were like that, you know, telling me that I need to go over and help him and stuff like that. <laughs> like, dude, no, you don't, I e- know. Dude. you don't even know the whole story. First of all, you don't, yeah, e- you know, what I'm yeah. saying, like, you don't even know how that's played out. The guy's fucking 38 years old and is already punk trainers. He's not, and that's why I started to get irritated because there's absolutely no way that guy is going to be receptive to any sort of help no. or any. The thing that you have to understand the fact of what well, he's doing. He's He's displaying this like like he's showing off. Yeah. So like you he- saying that you're gonna come help him makes zero sense. He's showing everybody how awesome he is right there. And so if you're gonna come in and deflate that for him, he's gonna get pissed off. Yeah. We're just getting pissed off because it's stupid. So it, that those are the perfect people to punk. I Listen, you some, act, you act like, sorry. You act like it's some fucking ninety year old lady who slipped and fell, and I'm recording it laughing or something. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna I walk know, over right? and help her yeah. out or something. Like oh look at that, oh, she broke her hip. Oh, no, <laughs> oh my god! Like dude, come on! It's some du- some <laughs> jackass who has somebody else yeah, well, filming him, thinking he's doing something. Didn't show his face or anything. Anyway. Yeah, no, of yeah. course, of course. Not. And I guarantee you, someone's gonna film us doing some like, yeah. like I work out in a white. Dude, he wanted it. He like he's having somebody film him do this. Like this is. 
is all a big production. This yeah. is a big show. He's showing off. Too so, often, people people are so like, qu- dude, quick to butt into things, man, and feel the need to to try and tell people what they should be doing or. You know, and I understand. I get it. I get it. We're in a, we're in an you know authority position. You know, we have a platform, so I, I guess we're held to a different standard than the average person. Um, I don't, I just don't believe that. I think that's stupid. I think it's the same thing when people, you know, freak out when the president gets a blowjob from his secretary, or when they freak out when <laughs> you know, like so, you mean to tell he's me he's the first president oh, to ever human. get a blowjob. No, I know. It's that's what I'm saying. It's this like, dude, who are we to judge? Because he's the president, or like, you want, like you want he's to know- fucking human. He may I say stupid shit. I do stupid shit. So do you. You know here's what here's what's funny. So do you. People get pissed off because the president gets a blowjob, but nobody says shit if you send a drone across fucking, you know, <laughs> yeah. across somewhere Destroy and blow up some village on accident. People, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Don't get a blowjob. You know what's funny about that? that uh, just to show you a little, little uh, difference in culture. So Clinton gets a blowjob, fucking gets impeached. Everybody freaks out, wants to kick him out of office, right? Silvio, Silvio Berlusconi, who was the prime minister of Italy, he gets filmed. This is true now. He's married early. He gets filmed at some like villa retreat. With uh, I don't know some another diplomat from another European country, and they're partying with these underage, like st- basically prostitutes <laughs> that are like half naked. They're like sixteen years old and shit. And he called, and he literally he he says he calls them bunga bunga parties. Okay, oh so he's partying God. with these chicks. His wife's not there. He's obviously doing crazy shit. He's wearing like a speedo. <laughs> he's this fat old rich uh, Italian man, prime minister, right? His 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 ratings went up. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the guy got reelected. Oh, wow. we're in the wrong country wow. man. I was like what we're in the wrong we're taking yeah. mine bro, bunga bunga bro he's been he, I think he like he smacked one of his like interns in the ass got caught on video nobody cared like, oh like, my god you imagine if like like a president here did that they oh, oh, they throw his ass in jail I know I know oh, and it's because of all the self-righteous attitudes That's out weird. there man. I just so you know what like I think one of the worst things you can do if you're a celebrity or whatever or you got social media you know followers and you say something unless you say something horrible but you say something and then people get on you. I think one of the worst things you could do is apologize. Oh, I, I do too. I, I'm serious. I, yeah. So you, you've heard of these, you know, um, who is it? Seinfeld and uh, Dave Chappelle and um, Chris Rock and some other comedians have, have come together and said that they don't like to perform. Yeah, in front of colleges. At colleges anymore. Yeah. Because they because everything has to be so politically correct. Like they can't make any, any jokes about men, women, racism. They can't make any jokes about anything um, that in the past people would laugh, you know, laugh about or whatever, yeah. because everybody gets all. So they ha- they're basically saying, "I'm not going to perform comedy at these colleges because everybody's too politically correct." Well, it's just got it's just swung too far, you know, it's, too far to that direction. Oh, come on, man, comedy. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, like, comedy, really? you can make fun of anything in comedy. That's what that's what comedy's Sorry. supposed to be about. Yeah. Yeah. religions yeah. everything you yeah. make fun of everything everything's fair game you know? yeah everything's fair game and I think your th- your sacred is no more sacred than my sacred actually what's funny is when you start to see people in public make fun of certain things and people and it's not necessarily mean it's just making fun of or talking about or whatever and people laugh I think that's a sign that we're getting beyond the it's so bad that it's behind closed doors uh, part of society right so like you know um if you were to make fun of, at one point it was really no problem to make fun of white people uh, as comedians, but you couldn't say shit about other ethnicities because it was so, it was so touchy. Then it got to the point where you can make fun of anybody, and now you can't say shit about anything. And I think that's a result of maybe social media. I'm not sure. Yeah, but yeah, I definitely think it's social media. I mean, I, pe- people are so connected that uh, you can make a tweet and then you get like a cause behind it. 
Yeah, you there, know? Was, there was that one. Uh, who is it? The guy that's going to replace um, uh, John Stewart on The Daily Show. H- hilarious comedian, but he had made some tweets previously that, and he's a comedian. And they had dug through his tweets and brought him up and said, "You can't have this guy run the show." Look, he said this horrible. It's like, come on, man, he's a comedian. Oh, I know. Heaven forbid you say something that's stereotypical or racist. It's like, oh my god, this is guy's a racist. He's a sexist. He's a he's every. You know, you're automatically something because you can't you can't say anything. You can't no, even you can't even be as smart ass or funny about anything without somebody jumping all over you. That's the stuff that just annoys. Or you me. can, and you can just say whatever. That's me. I just say, boom, it, bro. Call me yeah. racist. Call me sexist. Call me whatever you want to call me because I don't give yeah. a fuck. Well, yeah, I think if you know no, you're not. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You know you're yeah. not. I'm yeah. so, I mean, I don't know how many times I've been, I've been you know, labeled as somebody's racist. I'm like, okay, sure I am. <laughs> Which is funny because I've met like, like 20 of your friends and I don't think, I think maybe, I don't have think I've met a, any have of I brought them. a white friend around? <laughs> you probably just, not. I think Justin's the only. <laughs> Justin's the whitest friend I have. I'm the only white guy you have sorry no exactly that's what i mean it's like you know what fuck you i talked that's what's funny is i talk to all my friends the same way i don't care what what color race creed you come from i'm gonna make fun of you whether you're white it goes right back to yeah what we talked about in the beginning like you just gotta you know you can bullshit with your buddies yeah you can you have thick skin you know you you just you wrap it off each other and you move on because it's funny You know, like, if you take it too personally, man, you're too soft. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.